Hello, welcome to Footnotes from a Madman. I am your host, Robert Wallace. Today is 9.23, and we're recording episode 61. All right, well, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm going to just jump right in. Um, I'm recording on the computer again, so... I only get 30 minutes, but that's all right. It keeps it a little faster paced, and it's not as much of a time commitment for you. <laughs> so let's move forward. Uh, I've been talking about, or started talking about our trip to Ireland and Scotland last time. So uh, I covered our time in Dublin. One of the things that I don't think that I covered very well is the fact that we went on a dark, uh, a walking um, tour of Dublin. It's called the Dark History Walking Tour. And I guess there's one of the guides, it's na- his name is Killian. Um, our guide, they had to split our group because we had so many people. So we ended up having a guy named Jack Redmond. He was phenomenal. He had so much information. Um, it was a really, really good tour. Uh, we walked probably a couple of miles, and he just talked about all the really interesting um, underground-ish types of things in Dublin. So it was really cool. Um, so on, after our uh, days in Dublin, we hopped in our bus, <laughs> our enormous van that we had as American tourists with way too much luggage. And we headed off to Limerick. Limerick is a smaller city. I believe it's the third largest city in Ireland. Um, and it was about a two-hour drive. We were able to go on their highway, so we didn't really experience too much of the backcountry or the tight little roads that we were expecting, but we did see a lot of cows and a lot of sheep. I remember someone told us that there were something like 5 million residents in uh, Ireland and there's 8 million sheep. (laughs) So uh, you're always going to see way more sheep than people. Anyways, that was, that was cool. Um, The drive was not bad. We were able to cruise along. Um, The ladies did all of the driving, which I explained in the last episode that Cheryl was the one that made the the reservation, so she had to be one of the drivers. And then uh, when Terry went to South Africa many years ago, um, you know, they drive on the other side of the road as well. So she had a little bit of experience, so she volunteered to be the second driver. And uh, that went pretty uneventful. 
there is a tendency to want to drive in one lane like we do here in California. You just pick a lane and drive in it and nobody seems to complain or or worry about it. But there, the fast lane is the fast lane and you don't drive in the fast lane. You use it and then you get out of it. So we continuously had people on our butt. Um, but nobody was real rude about it. Um, anyways, we had to stop for gas. And uh, so we pulled off to the wayside there. And there was a whole... Uh, I mean, this gas station is an event. It's not... Uh, it's not a gas station. You pull in and it's this enormous building. I don't know if we've ever driven from like California to Vegas. And there are a couple of stops where you can get gas, but inside there's just uh, thousands and thousands of square feet of shopping and what have you. So that's what this was like. But instead of shopping, it was a food court. And so you walk in there and you've got like 12 or 15 different uh, food options. It's almost like a food court at a mall or at the airport. That was similar. You know, you kind of walk in there and you've got uh, a McDonald's. You've got a like a Panda Express. You've got... Um, couple other options there was there were there were four or five options there and this place was celebrating Obama and his visit to Ireland and so they had pictures of uh, Michelle and Barack up everywhere Um, it was almost like a, a visitor center for them they had these uh cardboard cutouts of them so you could stand there and take pictures. Um, Then they had enormous mural type pictures on the wall of the Air Force One helicopter. I'm not sure it's called Air Force One, but big old pictures of the helicopter. I'm imagining that they um, used that there a little bit to fly back and forth from different places. Um, and it was kind of, kind of funny, kind of interesting. It was super unexpected. We're like, what the hell? Um, and it was like the Barack Obama fuel center or (laughs) something like that. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was something similar to that. So that was funny, uh, unexpected. We were like, okay, this is cool. (laughs) So we... Um, bought some food and got our gas and bounced. Um, so that was kind of funny. We constantly had to uh, remind the girls when they were turning to um, turn the correct way. Because here at home, you make a tight right turn. And there you make a wide right turn. And so we would constantly say tight left or wide right. Um, that was the reminder. So anyways, we, uh, make a wide right. We get back onto the highway there and we head off to Limerick. We had really no problem finding our hotel. Um, it was, uh, 
uh, one-way street system there. And so uh, after we checked in, they wanted to go park. And so it took a, a minute to figure out how to get across the street to the parking lot because you couldn't turn left just to go over there. So they had to uh, make a series of uh, right turns and go around the block. But it only took about 10 or 15 minutes for Terry and Cheryl to um, find the spot and get his parking and get in the hotel. Um, the Hotel Savoy is very, very nice hotel. Uh, we really, we really liked it. The rooms were big. I don't think we had suites. I don't remember, but they were very spacious, um, nice, nice uh, bathroom, nice amenities. Again, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last one, but in all of Dublin and Scotland, um, they do not have outlets, electrical outlets in the bathroom. I do believe it's considered illegal. Somebody told me it's considered illegal for them to do that. They use 220 power, and I guess they don't have GFI. So, uh, you know, they have breakers. So we, so none of the none of the hotels and none of the places had any electrical outlets in the bathroom. But at least the Savoy had an outlet by a big mirror so um, my wife could dry her hair and actually see what she's doing with her hair uh, rather than the last hotel where she was kind of in the dark and there was no mirror near the outlet so she was kind of doing her hair blind in the dark kind of thing um, so that was kind of a pain in the butt but at Savoy it wasn't like that it was good so um, we got our stuff together there and lo and behold, right across the street under the parking garage, there was a grocery store. <clears throat> so that was cool. My wife, she's not a big breakfast person. Um, she doesn't eat meat. She doesn't, she's not supposed to eat dairy cause it doesn't, you know, it doesn't sit well in her system. So she would be a vegetarian if it was possible but since dairy doesn't sit well with her she ends up being a vegan we did not have <clears throat> excuse me we did not have any trouble finding vegan options in either country it was really nice but out of like a habit um, my wife traditionally doesn't do breakfast because it's all you know she doesn't like eggs and so all you can really get is is pancakes which may or may not be made with milk and you know so it, she doesn't have a lot of breakfast options in most places so uh, what she tends to do is find a grocery store or what have you and she'll pick up stuff uh, for herself in the morning um, they had some nice vegan yogurts and things like that so she'll buy bananas she'll buy some vegan yogurts. She got uh, a cereal or two with some almond milk. And so we, we found some really nice things right across the street. So that worked out beautiful. We went there a couple of times so we didn't have to fill up the small refrigerator with stuff. Um, it worked out really well. Um, we went to King John's 
uh, castle the next day and um, that was really neat. I apologize for that break. Um, one of the things that I'm doing is I kept notes in the computer on all, on our trip so that when I came back, one, I could write cool reviews for things, and two, I could talk about them. And when I was flipping around back and forth to the information to talk about, I accidentally stopped the recording. So, uh, I don't know. One day I'll figure this shit out. We'll see. Probably never, but that's all right. You're all with me. <laughs> all right. So, King John's Castle. We went there. It's really cool. Um, and there was the lock right near it, or I guess Scotland calls them locks. Ireland still calls them lakes, I believe, or river. There was a river going by it. And, uh, it was really neat that, you know, you go in there and you, and it talks about the history of King John and, um, how and why they built the castle. And, you know, it took, it took, uh, several decades to build the castle. It's all out of this big old block and King John actually did not live long enough to ever um, see the completion of the castle. That was kind of an interesting tidbit. And so you go in there, it's in different stages of disrepair, but you go out into the courtyard and they had uh, actors who were dressed up in period pieces and they would talk about their daily lives answer questions what have you so that was very uh, informational it was very cool then they had props and different things so we took our picture uh, in the blockade in the stockade um, and we took a picture like behind some cardboard things so it looked like we were soldiers with all of our shit on and then we um, actually went up into the castle part, which wasn't that big. Um, the quote unquote castle is the whole entire grounds, but the part where the people lived and slept and what have you, that wasn't that big. So we went into a couple of little areas. We went into the armory and it was it was awesome because they had some chain mail there that you could put on. That thing is heavy. That chain mail is no joke. I mean, it's just a big old chain that's netted together. And you put that on and it helps protect, protect your chest, all your innards from getting stabbed and getting, um, you know, wounded. But, it probably weighed a good 15 or 20 pounds. Um, and so, was, you know, I could see how the soldiers would be afraid to cross water because if you fell in the water, you're going straight to the bottom with that thing on. I mean, it just, it was heavy. 
And then they had some helmets, and those were super tiny. <laughs> so I couldn't put that on my head, so I looked like a little bit of a cone head in the picture that I took with that thing. And then they had these huge, huge um, spears. So that was really cool. I, they had them up against the wall in like this, you know, holder. And I wasn't sure if we could take them down or not. And so I went and grabbed one and it moved. And so I was like, I don't know if I can or not, but I did. So I took it out of the holder and I held it up and my wife took pictures. Um, I didn't put the chain mail on. I should have. Um, it had been on the ground and had a bunch of spider webs and shit in it. So I didn't feel like putting that on me. But uh, yeah, so I got a really cool picture with me holding this. It had to have been a 12 foot, 12 foot spear. Um, so that was really cool. And then you go up and you see how they slept and cooked and what have you. And uh, it was a miserable life, even as royalty. The, the mattress, there is no mattress uh, per se. There's a, a wood frame and it's got some ropes tied across across the bottom. And then it's got some linen with, you would put hay or straw in there. And that's your mattress. And that's what you would lay on this, the rope across the the wood to make the bottom of the bed. And then the, the mattress would be this hay or straw filled sack. <laughs> um, so people back then, even royalty were we're just roughing it. It was interesting to see. Um, so after that, then we had to um, book it over for another tour that was um, Angela's Ashes. We didn't get to do that tour because the person didn't realize that they had booked that we had booked a tour for that day. They're like, Oh, we don't normally do it on Sundays. And we're like, okay, but we're here and you took our money and they're like, Oh, okay. We'll give you your money back. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I, I didn't read the book, but apparently the, the tour is about uh, a writer's childhood life and, how his father was a drunk and um, all the places that he would frequent and just basically the kid's life um, growing up there in Limerick. So then we went to, after they told us no tour, um, over the phone. They, they don't have a little place where you meet. They usually just find a random place like in front of a library or whatever. Um, and so when we were in this little library museum, uh, the guy there was saying, oh, hey, yeah, I know the, there's a, a pub up the street where his dad used to hang out, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So we went there and it's all been remodeled and it was all new, but there was a big old article, a news article out in the front of the pub where the writer had come to visit the pub and did like a talk there or something about his book. 
and so my wife took pictures about uh you know of that and then we went inside had uh had a pint and uh had some food and then we some we ran into somebody else in there my wife's uh quite a talkative person and she meets people and tells them what we're doing and then we get information and uh so she she does that quite a bit and um they gave us some some information about where this author's childhood house was and he was saying it's not there anymore but it's just up over this hill there's a plaque or something and so my wife wanted to see that so we got half-assed directions from them and took off walking we never found this little plaque we asked a bunch of other people around the area who were walking their dogs and whatever and uh, they said they don't know of any plaque so ultimately we didn't find that where he lived his childhood home or at least the you know the area where it was the childhood home has since been you know just take um taken down and other stuff has been built i forget there was like a some kind of army barracks or something nearby and they might have torn it down but so there was no plaque it was a wasted 30 minutes which isn't a big deal we didn't mind walking we didn't mind getting the exercise um and so that's what we did for that day we went back and ate dinner had a pint and uh you know just kind of hung out for the night i think oh we ended up playing cards that night so cheryl and anthony and terry and i in our room we, you know we had a nice size desk with a little pull-out section um and we had a few chairs we had a lot of space in this place and so um we played uh dutch blitz and Play nine. That, oh, actually, we played Dutch Blitz that night uh, exclusively. We do have a, a play nine card game, but we played Dutch Blitz. So, and that was fun. My wife uh, makes some incredibly good vodka drinks, and she always seems to know the exact pour. Uh, for the mix and for the alcohol she's a mixologist she does she makes fantastic drinks and so she was mixing drinks for us and we were playing cards for several hours um, calling downstairs to the front desk for ice because they didn't have an ice machine so they would have to bring it up um, and then we were tipping them so we were probably known a little bit there at the hotel for um i think we ordered three or four buckets of ice that night <laughs> uh but we had a good time it was fun um then we went the next day we went to the uh cliffs of moer and that is really cool i mean there's just these giant cliffs um, we were supposed to go to a goat farm and see how they milk the goats and pasteurize you know they they basically um, have a, a a milk 
farm there. I guess basically is what it's called. It doesn't say industry, but that doesn't make sense. So they just have this little goat milk farm there. They were going to show us how they pasteurize it and gather the milk and how they milk the cows or the milk the goats and what have you. Then they let you try goat's milk. Goat milk cheese is actually not bad. Um, I, I haven't tried goat milk since I was a kid and I hated it then, but probably wasn't ready for the difference in taste from regular milk. You know, I was only probably 10, eight or 10 years old. So, um, so we were going to do that, but they ended up needing, or they ended up, Oh, they said we did, they didn't have tours on that day. So we said, well, we don't want to tour. So we had to do all this through email. We don't want to tour. We just want to come by and see things. Can we just see the goats, you know? And, um, it's okay if we don't see the whole production and they never got back to us. So that was basically a big fat No, don't come to our farm when we're telling you don't come to our farm. So we drove straight to the cliffs and, um, hung out there. Uh, there's a big like lighthouse there. And so we climbed up that didn't make the views any better. I thought it would cause it was up a little bit higher. Uh, there is a ton, ton of bugs, just one fuck ton of bugs. It was horrendous. You, I took, uh, one picture in particular where if you zoom in on the picture, you can see the swarms and swarms of bugs in the picture. Now they weren't like in our face that much they were a little bit but if you kind of step back from them they seemed to be swarming around the bushes on the edge of the path they weren't really swarming the people um but if you got too close then you'd get them all up in your face so they weren't horrific but there was some couple of places where you know they kind of ruined the the picture a little bit uh and we we um there's two different paths you could go you could go north or south um and we were standing there and we're like all right well we want to do a little bit more walking around and anthony and cheryl were like well we're not really sure and we're like okay well we want to go this way and then my wife goes how about if you guys go that way and then we'll meet up and and compare notes as to what they what each side looked like and they're like, okay. <laughs> so we took off in our direction and they took off in theirs. Um, and so we're walking along these cliffs, it's huge uh, elevation changes. So you're just walking up, up these enormous, you know, pathways on the left-hand side of us is, uh, or on the right-hand side of us is the cliffs, which were probably about five feet away. Um, and they had these, uh, big marble slabs so that you couldn't get too close because it, I guess they've had a lot of people die there. And then they, on the, on the, so that was on the right. And then on the left of us was these cow pastures, but they were not owned by the government. And so there was big, um, electric wire 
fence all along the pathway and I never touched it. They, uh, it had a guide wire. It had a guide, um, oh, what do you call it? Just a, a warning or whatever to just say you're getting too close. And that was about uh, six or eight inches before you actually touch the real wire. And so I brushed up against that one several times. And I was like, oh, I was expecting to get shocked, but I didn't. So I was like, all right, this is the, this is the warning wire. <laughs> so... Um, and once we kind of got to close to where we were wanting to be to take some, I mean, there's really cool pictures from there and what have you. There was, uh, a little trailer and it was a vegan hot dog stand. So my wife was all excited about that. She wanted to buy a vegan hot dog just for the simple fact that she wanted to support them for being vegan. So... She's like, let's get one, let's get one. So we shared a vegan hot dog and a soda. And right behind them were two big old cows. These were big dairy cows. These things were enormous. They had to have been, oh, four foot tall, five foot tall. I mean, they were huge. So we went over and you couldn't get super close because of the fence, but we were probably within 15 feet of them. And so we got some really cool pictures with, uh, with them. Great, great views of the cliffs. Um, great pictures. We really enjoyed that, that time uh, out in nature. We did a ton of walking around this place. I mean, ton of walking in Ireland in general. Um, Scotland as well, but not quite as much. Um, and then... Uh, I don't remember. Oh, on the way to Cliffs of Moher, we kind of we took a wrong turn, and uh, it was very fortuitous. <laughs> I like that word. It was a really cool mistake because then we ended up um, at a beach, and um, I don't remember what the name of the beach was, but they it just had all these huge boulders from um from the walkway out to the beach and the beach was down below the walkway so you had to walk down stairs um it was probably well no it was probably more than one story um but then you could actually hop on the boulders walk down the boulders down the beach now that was a little more um, not dangerous, but I mean, cause they were big, they were huge boulders. Uh, but you know, you could always slip and fall and, you know, fall in between them or whatever and hurt yourself. There wasn't a big enough gap to like fall into them, but there was a big enough gap for you to have your leg fall in there and twist or something and really hurt yourself. Um, so I ran down these, I didn't run, I, I got down these boulders down to the beach and then I wrote a big message in the sand that um, my wife and Cheryl and Anthony took pictures of something about, you know, the Wallace Juarez um, Ireland trip 2022, something like that. I forget exactly what I wrote. And uh, so they took fun pictures of that and 
we got an ice cream. They had a vegan ice cream, so we got that. And that was on the way to the cliffs. So I forgot that we had uh, done that. And then, uh, so it wasn't that night, because we would have been too tired. Must have been the next day. We went to the Bunratty Castle, and it was called the Bunratty Castle, which you say it different in in uh, Gaelic or or in the Irish. I think it's Gaelic. And uh, I forget what it stands for, Castle by the Stream or something like that. So anyways, we get there and we have this big sort of a formal dinner. They put on, they all are in character. All the actors that are there are in character. And <clears throat> they give you a big old feast dinner. So it was chicken and my wife had her vegan options, which was cool. Um, and several other things they did not have silverware so you had to eat you know they had food that uh was that you could eat with your hands but yeah they had no silverware and they had mead which i guess is like a really really sweet wine i thought of mead was a beer but it's actually a a sort of a cross but it's um yeah it was a sweet wine but it didn't taste like wine wasn't very good it is definitely it does seem like a cross between wine and beer um but it doesn't have the niceness of either one of them <laughs> so it's just this weird sweetness i can't explain it um so uh, you know i didn't drink much of that and then at dinner they actually so that was like a pre dinner thing where everybody had a drink of mead just so we could taste it and then at dinner we actually had real white wine or red wine and um so that was good the meal was delicious the show they put on was a lot of fun um and it was just great to be in this castle setting you know eating food similar to what they were eating. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they didn't have chicken. Maybe they had other things, pheasants and whatever, but, um, but it was fun. We had a really good time with that. So that was probably a couple hours, uh, event. And, um, I think that was our last night there. So we ended up uh, not playing cards anymore. We ended up repacking and getting ready for our drive up to Northern Ireland the next day. So the next day we headed up to Coleraine, which is in that um, almost the furthest north that you can go in Ireland. And on the next episode i will talk about our trip probably to Coleraine and down patrick there we didn't do quite as much in those smaller towns so i'll probably cover them both in one episode but 
We'll see. We'll see how my storytelling goes. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for for joining me. That uh, concludes our trip through the Republic of Ireland. Um, so that was a total of six days down in southern, you know, the Republic of Ireland. We had plans to do all kinds of other things. And then ultimately we knew we didn't have that much time. So we basically kept it to the two bigger cities, Dublin and Limerick. I uh, did a 23 and me, um, like two years ago. And we had seen that we had, that I potentially had some relatives in Cork, Ireland. And so, you know, as our trip got closer and closer this time, I was trying to find that information and it looked like very, only one person was still there. And so I sent her, and these are like fourth cousins. I mean, they aren't like brothers and sisters. I was adopted, so I don't know any of these people. Um, she was like a four, third or fourth cousin. My wife's like, oh, just hit her up. We'll go see her and um, just say hi. No obligation. So, you know, I sent her a message through 23andMe. I'm like, ah, oh, no obligations. We just wanted to, you know, have a drink with you and just say hi and she responded. That was really cool. The problem is, is that she wasn't in Ireland anymore. She was in Singapore. And so she was like, oh, that would have been awesome to meet. I would have done it for sure, but I'm not there. I'm in Singapore. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Um, and so that was going to be a thing that we were going to do out of Limerick. And, uh, you know, so we had to kind of do things on the fly in, in some ways, but we had a really, really good time in Southern Ireland and uh, the Republic of Ireland. So, all right. I will talk to you again soon. Have yourself a great week. Bye-bye.